The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. Hi, this is Marta Gabriel from Crystal Viper, and you're listening to Radioactive Metal. We are Metal Nation. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Kareen, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a beautiful but deadly episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 640, and I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by the good folks at True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com, the blackest, hottest, most metal coffee you're ever going to drink in your life. I don't care what you're drinking. I don't care if it's Death Wish or whatever bullshit you think is like, you know, like real coffee. No. True Cult Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. They have flavors for every palate. They're sophisticated, they're refined, yet still strong enough to disembowel somebody. That's the kind of coffee this is, right? T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. So you can subscribe, and when you subscribe, you don't just get great coffee. You don't just not run out of coffee. You get not one, but two great bands every month. Courtesy Coffee Bean Oculta and the folks at True Cult Coffee. The grapefruits are in my hands right now, both of them. That's how much coffee it is. I need two grapefruits. Anyway, what's up, that's Snowman? Right. Well, uh, that's that's that that's the problem. How are you supposed to drink True Cult Coffee? Like it's very difficult because you you have the grapefruits in both hands, and you have to balance. You know, your Bathory mug with your true cobalt coffee in it. Like, it's hard. It's hard. I don't know about you, but, but I'm going to be we... doing it at the nude beach <laughs> during a yoga class because that way I'll be flexible enough to do it. There there we are. You know, that's, that's how you yes. do it. Hey, true, speaking of true, nude beaches, true. do you know who the most popular man on the nude beach is? <laughs> oh, oh, God. Ooh. The man who can carry two cups of coffee and a dozen donuts. 
all at the same time. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's even more popular if it's okay. two cups of true call coffee. It's going to be that kind of episode. Every, why do we say that? Every episode. I was, I was just going to say that. It's pretty much every episode. So uh, in July, we're going to be turning the big 666. Uh-huh. I am starting to look at the passport process because um, I would really love to be able to come up there. That would be, yeah. Yeah, yeah so for- we'll, we'll see We'll see what happens. I don't know. Like it, the, the whole passport process, just I was, I was online looking at it. And I ended up uh, texting a buddy who's done this and did extensive, you know, international travel. I'm like, dude, what the fuck do I need here? Because it just gives you <laughs> options, but there's nothing that explains what the options are for. He's like, nah, right. man, you only need this one because that other one's only accepted a couple other countries. I'm like, okay, good to know. I wish there was some place to explain this shit. But um, yeah, so maybe, maybe Snowman, maybe one day we'll do this atrocity, this abomination live and in person there we go there we go that would definitely be something to think about definitely looking forward to that and you know what coming up in may may of this year and i'm hoping that we can get rid of all this covidness or or just uh, something something to commemorate your cool uncle snowy's 50th birthday is coming up 50 this year you're gonna be fifty this year, Damn. yeah, yeah. So um, I'm gonna be fifty in December. I, do, I honestly don't think I realized we're quite <laughs> yeah. that close. You always felt older until right now. I'm like shit, we're the same age. <laughs> we are, we are, we are. And I figure, you know, the fiftieth is a big deal. It is the big five. You know, so half a century. Yeah, yeah. So I often thought, well, I need to do something. We 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 got to put on like snowy fest at the park theater and have all my favorite local bands play or, you know, something going on at Bulldogs or something or other, just something to commemorate this. And then of course the, you know, the, the plague of the 21st century hits and then, uh, uh, so who knows, who knows? So yeah, hopefully you can get up here. I can get to the U S maybe we'll meet for the Maryland death festival or something sometime soon before we get on with this amazing episode we got a kick-ass preacher feature for sure i got a lot of i got a mid full of really cool tunes i got a kick-ass indie spotlight we want to introduce the world to but before we get to that i got a little bit of house cleaning okay as we speak i want to say hello and horns up and happy birthday to my little buddy Oliver. Oh, happy birthday. Tomorrow. Oliver. Tomorrow as we speak, my little big guy turns 2. Tomorrow. That Aww. is yes, yes. I've mentioned mentioned Ninja Cat Jess on this show many times. Oh yeah, all the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and you know, we mentioned her pregnancy and when she gave birth and all that's just it's just her whole being a part of the show well her son little oliver turns two tomorrow so we want to say hello and happy birthday on the other side of that though um i hate to say it but i have to say horns up thank you and a fun farewell to my neighbor pat 
Pat was the lady when I moved into my house and we're like a connecting house together. Okay. Yeah. When I first moved in and I've told this story on the show when I first moved in and she was an older lady. When I first moved in, I said, you know, I like to listen to music loud. Okay. <laughs> so, but if you ever, if it ever bothers you or disturbed, just knock on my door, ask me to turn it down. I'm really approachable. No problem. She said, you know what, dear? I won't do that. I'll probably just sit back and listen with you. That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. So the, all this time that we've been here and it's like the other side of 15 years now. And there have been many times I've stumbled home four in the morning, cranking the tunes and all that. Not once did Pat ever knock on the door or complain or do whatever and all that. And unfortunately we just heard the news that Pat passed away. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. That's a yeah. And it 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 really is because she in in her own way was a part of <laughs> of this show. Just just by not complaining about us. And no, there's no doubt over the years me doing this show and I'm kind of a loud mouth. Okay, I kind of have a big mouth as well. I'm there, but there's no no doubt. Many times, like she could hear me yelling and screaming and you know, cussing and everything that goes on with doing this show. And not once did she ever complain about that. So, thank you so much, Pat, and we miss you, but we're not going. To bring the party down too much, because we want to drop a track here in our mandatory metal segment. Brought to you by True Cavalt Coffee. One of the highlights from last year was the all-star band Heads for the Dead. Their record, Into the Red dropped from transcending obscurity records and if that if the if that band doesn't necessarily ring a bell this band their the members other projects definitely will because it's kind of like one of those quote unquote all-star bands oh yeah guys from gore gore fest revel in flesh womb bath all of this great talent all make up heads for the dead so let's go with a track from that aforementioned record. This is Night Ripping Terror. Yeah. 
Hey, dude, you will recall with our former co-host, Mr. Rock. Yes. Him and I come hockey season. We had that long-standing friendly bet, that friendly rivalry him and I always had. Me hailing from Winnipeg. Our NHL hockey team was the Winnipeg Jets. Him hailing from Montreal. His hand, his team was, of course, the Montreal Canadiens. Rock and I, we had this, we had this bet that the first time the Jets played, you know, the Canadiens, the Habs, Canadians. you know, the Canadiens, they would, uh, you know, would make some some sort of fun, fun wager. Well, Rock is no longer with us here on Radioactive Don't say Metal, it like that. But like I knew this. And you're like, Rock's oh, no longer sorry. with us. It's yeah, like he's not no, dead. No, no, no. Of course not. No, no. He's no yeah. longer co-hosting. I mean, he's with us. He's just not here. <laughs> not here, yes. Yes. Anyways. Anyways, the new hockey season has started. I found out... That one Gus Pin from uh, the drummer from the legendary Canadian thrash band Sacrifice. We've had Sacrifice on the show. We've played them many times. I go back with them, I don't know, their first record, 1985, around there. So I've been a big fan all of these years. Like I said, we've had Sacrifice on the show and all that. We'll have them on again. Gus is a big Toronto Maple Leafs fan, hailing from Toronto. Well, this past Monday, as we speak, the Toronto Maple Leafs was playing the Winnipeg Jets. Okay. A couple days before that, on the weekend, I got a hold of Gus and I said, Hey, you're a Leafs fan. I'm a Jets fan. You want to make a little wager? you know, for the game. And he said, well, what did you have in mind? Okay, well, Leafs win. Okay, we'll play a sacrifice song on Radioactive Metal. Jets win. You have to post a link for the show on on one of your social medias, whichever. Okay, great. Sounds good. Well, the following day, Jets played the Leafs. Final score, Toronto 3, Winnipeg, not enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. So so we'll we're going to play a sacrifice song right now. And of course, you know, I spoke to Gus again afterwards, and I think we're going to make this an annual tradition now. The start of every season, every time. You know, the Jets play the Leafs. We'll have some sort of bet with Mr. Pin. So right now, though, we're going to uh, we're going to make good on our promise here. And we're going to drop a track pretty much from the record in which I discovered Sacrifice. And the first song, what's the second song? Side one. First, the first song was kind of like one of those, like the 80s thrash and death metal and all that. They had so, so many of those intros trying to be as scary as possible and all that. 
the first song song that I ever heard from Sacrifice from their debut record, Torment in Fire, was a delightful little ditty called Turn in Your Grave. So, for Gus, we'll get you next year. This is Sacrifice with Turn in Your Grave.
been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Oh, hey, dude, what's going on? Well, um, I had all sorts of stuff written down and then lost it all. <laughs> so I will try to um, recount and recapture the best that I can. So first of all, finally, my Metallica vinyl arrived. And Excellent. Dude, I, I got to say, like, this, <laughs> this vinyl club has been a struggle, right? With COVID, mm. and they're just giving up the ghost. They're just like, screw it. It's in God's hands. Good luck. You know, we're, we're going to get something to you. We just don't know when. And we're supposed to get four shipments. It's the new year, and we've only gotten two. So, <laughs> but the two things we've gotten have been great. Like, the vinyl's great. The art is amazing. Like, what goes into this little single? <sighs> it, you know, like, I, I hate to sit here inside like, oh, it's nostalgia. Because I, I don't want to feel like, you know, I only I only like old music. But I just, I love, I love art. I love music. And I love them all packaged together, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I really, like, you know, going through the final club, I really realized that that was a big part of my enjoyment of metal back in the day is just, you know, getting that massive piece of art on the album cover and then being blessed with something like an Iron Maiden album cover, um, that where they did like a lot of gatefolds, you know, mm-hmm. you just had all this great stuff. So yes, yeah, so that's going on. Now, I, did I tell you that I subscribed to G fan magazine this past year? I feel like we've talked about that. Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. So let me magazine. tell you, man, Mr. JD Lee's just puts together mm-hmm. such a great, great, great publication. Um, mm-hmm. I need to re up my subscription here soon. Cause mine has expired. Um, but I just, I can't wait to subscribe again and continue to get this magazine because this one came and it had a calendar for this year with it, which I wasn't expecting, you know, cause, um, he, he tends to include like a little something extra w- with the subscription magazines, right? Like a poster or something. Mm-hmm. And so you get this calendar. So not only is this a calendar that has all this great Godzilla art, right? Whether it's movie stills or whether it's movie posters, but every single like Kaiju date you could think of is on this calendar. The birthday of every single actor, right? <laughs> um, the release dates for every movie, and not just like Godzilla movies, but stuff like Gamera, you know, and um, there were some other ones I was thinking, but like, I'm a huge Gamera fan. So mm-hmm. Gamera was in there. Um, and then like along the Godzilla thing, because of Godzilla and then playing Magic the Gathering and the Japanese cards. How about my son the other day says, Dad, I want to learn Japanese. I'm like, okay, because like I've wanted to learn Japanese for years. I'm just, yeah, hey, it's just anytime it's a tough. kid says that, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, because you need somebody to speak it to. I'm like, yeah. I said I'll start learning it too. So like, we use the Duolingo app that Kareen turned me on to a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. um, you know, we've both been working on our Japanese, and it's it's such a tough language. But man, like I'm I'm loving it, and I love the fact that I can do it with my son. You know, and so just this whole Godzilla thing, man. Like I like. Um, we both ha- have a goal, my son and I, we would really like to go to Japan and I'm hoping maybe someday we'll be able to go like on one of the G tours, you know, where, um, mm. Mr. Lee's take, takes a group of, uh, fans over to do a big Godzilla tour. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's a long-term goal here. We'll see, you know, 
That's something I would have hoped to do when I turned 50, but I turned 50 at the end of this year. So, you know, <laughs> may, maybe 60, who knows? But, all right, here's here's the the best. Here is the best thing that happened this week. So, I know you like to read metal magazines, but have you ever really sat down to read a guitar magazine like Guitar World or any of those? Um, I don't get into it like you would, but I do have copies of guitar world and all that my daughter has bought me like she's she's like okay what do i get dad for christmas well i'm here i am in the in the in the supermarket okay and i'm looking at the magazines but all she sees like she sees okay i see megadeth on this magazine and it's guitar world okay so i guess dad will like this not really understanding that, like, it's a musician's magazine. But, hey, I'll well, still read it. Yeah. I mean, you're the reincarnation of Jimi Hendrix. There should be some appeal. <laughs> Something, you know, yes. Right? <laughs> so, um, the March 2021 issue of Guitar World Magazine, Jimmy Page is on the cover. Mm. And it's featuring, and you also see this on the cover, it says, Adrian Smith gone, goes fishing. Um, because Adrian Smith of Iron Maiden released a um, re- released a book called Monsters of River Rock. That's basically about all the fish he's caught. Like he's a he's a big angler, right? And I remember reading about that. Like I knew he was an angler. So you know, I'm flipping through the guitar magazine, and I turn to the Adrian Smith article. You know, Iron Maiden being a huge, huge, huge influence on me as a kid. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, my first Iron Maiden concert was with John Caddick of Iron City Rocks. And Son of a Gun, on page 26 of Guitar World, um, the article says, Hooks in You, and the byline is by John Caddick. Ah, so, ladies and gentlemen, John Caddick of Iron City Rocks is in print in the March 2021 Guitar World magazine. <laughs> I couldn't be more ecstatic when I flipped that open and saw that dude. Like I was instantly transported back to the high school lunchroom table where <laughs> we used to pass the guitar magazines back and forth. Cause we were all guitar players, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all passing these magazines back and forth. Oh, which one do you have? Oh, I'm looking for this song. And then John and I are talking about that. He's like, man, he's like, I remember the first guitar magazine I ever saw. It was guitar for the practicing musician. And, um, you know, Adrian Smith and Dave Murray were on the cover, and he sends ah. me a, and he sends me a, an issue. He's like, I think it was this one, and the one he sent was from 1988. It was um, Seven Son of a Seven Son was one of the songs, or that was the album that was out. And Steve Harris is in between. I'm like, No, 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 you mean this one? And I sent him back the picture of the one that I have. I'm like, John, that was my first guitar magazine ever, and look what was in it. It was like Iron Maiden's The Trooper, but Kisses Rock and Roll All Night. That's why it was my first guitar <laughs> magazine. <laughs> Because I started playing guitar because of Kiss. So, like, that's mm-hmm. why I, I got that one issue. And um, from 87 forward, I think, I have almost a complete run of most of the guitar magazines from 87 probably up through 2000. Oh, like, wow. I, Fantastic. If there was a ma- guitar magazine out, I subscribe to it. You know, like, I have some, and right I've got on. them all stored somewhere. But I just, I had to... I had to bring this up on the show because Guitar World featuring, you know, one of our very own podcasters here, John Caddick. Dude, I just that just made my day. Oh, definitely. That's fantastic. Like that's well, full circle. 
Yeah, well, John, horns up and congratulations. That's absolutely fantastic. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Radioactive Metal goes back many years with uh, with Iron City Rocks. You know, I, we've been good friends with that with him and that show for as long as this has been. Yeah, a show. Yeah, so that's ah, absolutely fantastic. Okay, so uh, I don't know if I can like the like Winnipeg is like on lockdown right now. Yeah. But uh, they might be opening up, you know, because, like, you can only buy essential stuff, what was deemed essentials and all of that. But so you can't peruse a magazine stand at a, at a grocery store? I'm, yeah, well, we, we haven't been able to do that in a while. Shit. Yeah, I know it's been really rough. Like, if you think it's been tough on Snowy not being able to go to shows, I can't hit my magazine rack oh, either brother. and... and and, and pick up stuff now i think as we speak things are going to be changing because i got a letter and i'm going to be talking about this during my metal fix i got a uh, an email from into the music saying that they're now as of tomorrow okay they're going to be allowed um to have uh people back into the store rock on so I'm going to be running down to my record store tomorrow and uh, see 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 what happens there. And hopefully uh, starting tomorrow, like the magazine racks open up as well, because I, I want a copy of that. I want, oh, I want yeah. a copy of that. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Of course, because of all of this going on, I believe I mentioned it a couple episodes ago, I had to back order a whole a whole batch of uh disciple decibel magazine from Decible. last year and we've since taken out a subscription and my first issue hasn't arrived yet oh, oh. we we have mrs snowy and i you remember the simpsons oh yeah obviously way back when the earlier the early seasons bart was bart simpson was waiting he special ordered a uh, spy camera Okay, and every day he waited for the male person, who was a lady, and he would say, where's my spy camera? Where's my spy camera? Where's my spy camera? It got to the point where the delivery person was saying that to him at the <laughs> same time. Where's my spy camera? Where's my spy camera? Well, I'm eagerly awaiting my first issue of my Disciple subscription. Mrs. Snowy goes out and checks the mail. For your comes spy back camera. if she doesn't have it where's my spy camera where's my spy camera and we say it simultaneously <laughs> just like it's just like no i'm sorry your spy camera's not here damn it <laughs> so, uh, amazing uh, yeah yeah so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go look i'm gonna go look for uh for that tomorrow hopefully what else you got that's everything man I feel like there was more, but for the life of me, I can't remember. It's been a heck of a week. Nobody <laughs> nobody died. Like, well, I mean, people have died, but um, the, the, the capital was not overrun. Let's put it that way. With the changing of the guard this week. The Bernie memes have been right. killer. 
The Bernie memes are hysterical. Oh, the Bernie memes have been great. <laughs> the one where they put him on the cover of Ride the Lightning in the chair, like that's amazing. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. There was another one that I saw um, where, okay, the the hardcore band Burn, B-U-R-N, <laughs> they, they, they had him, but they had the X's on the hands of his glove and B-E-R-N, you know, in the burn logo. Oh yeah, that's amazing. You know, that that was fantastic. That famous picture of Minor Threat, them sitting on the yes. uh the front the, the front porch. Yep. Well, there's one with Bernie superimposed, you know, <laughs> you know, beside them and all that. It's like this just was a thing just a couple of days ago as we speak, was it not? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just, like, just it's, it's only been a couple of days. Yeah, talking about something going viral. <laughs> oh, so fast, so quick. Getting to the point, I'm sure some people are getting tired of it, but uh, it just, it just it's keeps getting very, funnier to me. Very creative. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. For my... Metal fix here. Um, speaking about you know record shopping and all that, I uh, did my very first curbside pickup for oh, anything. How'd that go? Now, now because yeah, I got another email from Into the Music, and they said we have a you know a list of all these new records coming in, and you can do the curbside pickup and all that good stuff. Okay, great. I'm looking at the list. I see Repulsion's Horrified. Nice. You know, the classic grindcore record that pretty much started it all. Now, I've, I've never actually owned a physical copy of this record. Wow. And, like, this is... I know, I know. Like, I kind of made the... Uh, I kind of made uh, a thing on Facebook, made a confession on Facebook about it after, like, I... Went down there, you know, I placed my order. I went and I picked it up. They gave it to me through, you know, through tongs, through the slightly open door. I'm exaggerating, but, you know, it's... No, I like they, keep they, going. They, <laughs> oh. I, th I think you should make this more ridiculous. <laughs> this is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they told me to stand five feet back while they had, you know... Uh, Big bamboo shoot through the crack of the door. <laughs> I think you, you need to make up something about like a um, like a slingshot, and yeah. you, you know they they had an X that you stand on and they launch it to you. <laughs> something to that effect. Well, I had my first very first curbside pickup because I decided this was the time. This is a record that I should have had in my collection over. 30 years now but for some reason or another i just never got to it until i said okay that that was enough so i went down there and i picked that up so there there is my life experience for the week as i am coming back okay um i see on the facebooks as i'm pissing around on my phone and all that 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 day just a couple of days ago, as we speak, was the anniversary of Megadeth. So far, so good. So what? No. That 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 album, and that takes that took me back. Wow. Okay. Eighty-eight. To when? Yeah, back took 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 me back to January of eighty-eight, running downtown in Winnipeg, same bus route, same 
everything to go and buy this record. Okay, just many, <laughs> and I did it again. You know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. It just did. Oh, wow. Yeah, it really, it really took me back, you know, going, going and finding that. So it got me thinking today. I want to try this. You remember the song Liar? From that album? Yes, from So Far So Good, So What? You know, it's funny. I honestly don't. I remember Hook and Mouth. I remember 502. Obviously, I remember the cover of Anarchy in the UK. Right, right. Well, they had the one song called Liar when Dave just spilt out this wicked diatribe against someone, calling him a liar and all that. They had that one verse where, okay, I want to see if I can just off the top of my head. Okay. Okay. Start trouble, spread pain, piss and venom in your vein, talk nasty, breathe fire, smell rotten, you're a liar, sweat, liquor, breeze, snot, eat garbage, spit, blood, diseased health hazards, scumbag, filthy bastard, greasy face, tooth decay, hair, muddle, drunk all day, ass, oh, abscess, rot, rot your brain. Oh, shit. I think you did all right there. God, God. I could tell us. Uh, rotten brain suck. Oh, shit. I wasn't able to do it. Steal money, crash cars, rob Julie Hakatars. Rotten <laughs> hell, it's time you know. To your master, off you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I missed a co- I missed two little lines. All right. Uh, you know what I have shit. to do now? Especially with, with the that? rhythm in which you read that. I have to look up if that came before or after We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. No, I think it came after. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, check. Yeah, I think, I think the Megadeth song came, came after. Yeah, yeah, but okay, let me make up for it, okay? Since, since we're doing this, F is for fighting, R is for red, ancestors' blood and battle they shed. E we elect them, E we eject them in the land of the free, in the home of the brave. D for your dying, O your overture, M they will cover your grave with manure. This spells out freedom. It means nothing to me as long as there's a PMRC. Yes! Ah. That <laughs> is such a great, great, great thing. So, yes. um, okay. guess what? Uh, Liar came out first. Really? It was recorded oh. first. Yep, so okay. I'm going to guess that Billy Joel's a metalhead. And said, you know, if I put some piano behind this, my fans are going to love this shit. There you go. Let's let's go with that. Yeah, that's that, that's the story. We're gonna we're gonna tell that to our grandkids. <laughs> so this week, I found myself slapping on "So Far So Good." So what? So to what? commemorate the anniversary, what oh, a great! I record. need to go listen to that. Absolutely fantastic. And while you're doing that, go find and listen to "Horrified." By Repulsion, classic, classic record. Um, I recommended that you check out Shudder. Oh, the, I, it's so funny you say that because I was actually going to text you this week and be like, what was that streaming, like horror streaming thing? Because I found one called like the Horror Drive-In that I almost signed up for. I'm like, no, that wasn't it. No, no, it's, it's Shudder. And at least the Canadian version... And I imagine it would be available in the U.S. today. Okay. They have this series because, yeah, they play a lot of horror movies, obviously, and all that. But they have a lot of, like, original content as well. It's like it's like 
the Netflix for horror films. Okay. They made an entire first season of a really cool show called Dead Wax. Okay, now what Dead Wax is, is they, okay, they had the whole season. There was only, I don't know, like maybe eight eight episodes or, or so, all made up of 10 to 15 minute episodes. All these kind of little mini episodes. So I kind of burned my way through the whole season in just one sitting. And what it is, okay, first of all, the expression Dead Wax Okay. On a vinyl record, if if you don't know, or for no, our I listeners, okay, okay, what dead dead wax on a vinyl record is is when the music is done, and that little space of vinyl that has nothing on it in between the music and the label, that's known as dead wax. I should know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I well, should okay. I'm so disappointed. I don't know. That. <laughs> you, you learn learn something new every day. Well. That's kind of what caught my attention. Okay, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check this out. And what this series was is this record, this really rare record that was being passed around. That if you listened to it, it would either make you insane or make you kill yourself. And all that. I got to get that horror element in it. And I really enjoyed this. Yeah, it kind of reeks of the ring. Sort of, if you're familiar kind of with those movies and the Ringu that the Japanese film that those movies were were based on. I can't you know, remember at what point I really stopped watching horror films, but unless it's vampires or werewolves, I really don't watch it. Okay. Well that's fair enough. Fair enough. You're gonna yeah. wanna go on YouTube now 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 that we're talking about it. All of those um classic Universal. Yeah, I saw Dracula, that. Frankenstein, Wolfman, Bride of Dracula, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and yeah. um, the Invisible Man. They're they're all up for free on YouTube now. And I've already checked out the original thirty one Dracula and all that. And so just as soon as I can, in between, you know, birthdays and stuff like that, I'm going to do my best to get to the rest of them. Anyways, you're going to want to check out Dead Wax on Shudder when you get the chance. Um, remember a little while back, a couple years ago now, we had um, the hardcore band Excel came through town. I spoke to uh, the vocalist Dan and Excel, you know, a hardcore band from the 80s. Their payday was back there. And we had this chat, right? about how they had a song that a couple years later, Enter Sandman from Metallica, sounded eerily close to it. I to remember having this conversation. Where, yeah, because, yeah, we talked about it on the show, yeah. and, you know, Dan talked about it in the interview and all that. Well, okay, I remembered all this. You know, it's now part of heavy music folk folklore and all that and if you go back and you listen to the excel song uh the void mind of the void or something like that i just i'm trying to do it off the top of my head and it's just i can't quite spit it out we played that song and we decided we came to our own conclusion it's like yeah it's really 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 close 
Well, on terrestrial radio here in Winnipeg, there's a thing called like Mon- Metallica Mondays mm-hmm. or something like that, where the start of every, at the top of every hour, they play a Metallica song and they try to throw a little bit of trivia in there. You know, the next song here, I'll give you a hint on the next song that we're going to play, you know, and he brought up how, okay, we're going to play the song in which there was a lawsuit against them for Enter Sandman. And like, I knew right away. Huh. Okay. He's talking about it's, it's going to be Sandman because of the whole Excel lawsuit and all that. So I waited another hour. I went back to work. I waited another hour and all that. Sure enough, they're playing Sandman. And then Mr. DJ Man, he wants to get into some details about this. Okay, so I'm listening to this because I just want to see just how much of this guy gets right because he said he only found out about this earlier that day. Wow. Okay, when I guess he was trying to do, looking for some Metallica trivia for his radio show. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, meanwhile, like I said, this this is kind of old hat for us. Well, right. he said he's going to play the Metallica song and he's going to play the Excel song. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, okay, sure, buddy. Yeah, you're going to play Excel, commercial Winnipeg radio at 2 in the afternoon. No, I don't think so. He played like the first 10 seconds of the Excel song and then played Sandman and all that. And then afterwards, he comes back on and he says, well, I've just been barraged. 700 of our listeners have all said, you know, that it was... The band suing them was Excel. That was the trivia question and all that. And he's like, that just goes to show what how my fans, you know, all how our listeners are so well in tune. I didn't even know this. And I don't think this is anything that you can Google. <laughs> Dude, fuck. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> of course. Of course. All you have to do is just take your little fingers. On your computer and go, Sandman sued and all that. And Excel, the whole thing will come up. Dude, don't, uh, don't bullshit me. Don't bullshit me. And he said, and all of our, all of our listeners, they're all, no way, man. Metallica never did that. They never did this and, and all that. And I'm like, well, you know, we spoke to Dan and there's more to this than just the lawsuit with everything that was going on with band management and mutual friends and all that. This was a this was a whole sordid story that a little more than Mr. DJ was uh, was trying to put out there. You know, nice try, buddy. Nice try. I don't know who you think you're messing with. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, we're gonna get into some. Wicked tunage here, some wicked records across my desk, courtesy of Horror, Pain, Gore, Death. The legendary Coffins putting out a great new record. A double, I do think, I think both these records we're going to get into, they come out today as we speak. The new Coffins record, Defilements, is this wicked compilation of, um, B-sides from EPs, you know, previously unavailable songs, some cool live stuff, some covers and all that. 
Coffins is great. This is an absolutely fantastic record. Going to be getting the um, the physical copy of this for sure. Really cool grind band out of Philly called Wolves Attack dropped their new record Rest Rest in Piss as well. <laughs> this was this was a pretty quick listen. Obviously, a lot of really cool stuff. So let's get on with some tunage here let's drop something from that new coffins that new old new old slash old coffins record when i was going over trying to decide which song to play we had to go with stairway to torment Thank you. 
Fucking wolves attack. I'm drawing fucking dicks on my face, jerk off. <laughs> a track from the aforementioned classic repulsion record horrified that was maggots in your coffin and before that wolves attack the new record rest in piss drops well it's available now that was heavy breathing check that out check that out that's probably like i know you're big on the werewolves and all that i am so Maybe just through the virtue of their moniker, maybe wolves attack. 
might be something you're going to want to check out. Kind of a superficial reason, but hey, whatever. However you discover great new tunes is how you do it. Speaking of great new tunage, okay, this episode will, if you're listening to this in podcast form, available today as you're listening, the new record from Crystal Viper Drops. Crystal Viper's new record, The Cult, is now available. And we got the message. Would you like to speak to vocalist Marta Gabriel? Well, okay. Hey, that's kind of a dumb question. But yeah, fantastic stuff. This is a great band. You know, if you dig... The traditional, or get maybe even more into the power metal. Um, this should be a band for you. So we got Marta on the phone. We had a fantastic chat, and um, we're now proud to bring this chat with her to get us there let's um do a track from the aforementioned record let's do the title track the cult oh you know what i didn't even ask if uh if mrs gabriel was a fan of the cult and we were talking you'll hear in the interview we were talking about influences and bands she digs and you know just just two two hardcore metalheads just sitting and yakking about music and that that it was staring right at me i didn't even ask her if she was a friend of the cult ah, next time next time so let's get in to the title track this is our track or this is our talk with vocalist and actually as you'll hear in the interview this young lady is well versed in a variety of of instruments as well but this is crystal vipers with the title track from their new record the cult Show, thank you, love. 
first and foremost, what's probably on everyone's mind right now with everything that's going on in the world, the most important thing with my subjects is how are you doing physically right now? Hmm. You're asking me about my health, right? Right. Yeah, you're happy, you're healthy, the whole covidness isn't affecting you negatively. Well, um I'm I'm pretty healthy, so thank you for that. But I miss my friends. I miss traveling. I miss touring, performing live. Uh, I miss my bandmates because, you know, Crystal Viper members live in three di different countries. We live in Poland, in Germany and in Sweden. So we haven't seen each other since February last year. So after this pandemic began, it was a complete ending for all of us to, to travel, to meeting and so on. And it's difficult also in another way that, you know, except being a bandmate, we are also good friends. We like to spend time with each other. You know, when you are going on tour, uh, you spend with your bandmates more time than you usually spend with your family. Mm -hmm. So we are we are pretty pretty close to each other. Of course, we spend we talk with each other almost every day. On you know, we are on the phone, on Skype, on Messenger, and whatever we have. So, but it's not the same, you know. Mm -hmm. And I also miss traveling with my husband because we usually usually were visiting a lot of cool places in Europe, in Poland and so on. And right now it's difficult. It's difficult. So it's almost like one year staying at home. <laughs> it definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just, I can just, I can just imagine like with what I do, you know, I do stuff like this over the phone and when bands come through town, I speak to them at the venue and all that, but there's not a lot of travel for me and for a person that really digs it, yeah, you must be just going crazy. That's uh... Yes, and you know that this pandemic situation makes a lot of things for us very difficult. Like for example, we are just about to releasing our new album, The Cult. And we have no band photos, we have no new promo photos, we have no music video because it was impossible to gather together to, to meet and to shoot a video. That's why we have only lyric video on YouTube. But yeah, I hope it will change very soon and we will be able to shoot photos mm -hmm. and make a video and so on. But at the moment, uh, I'm not very optimistic for 2021, <laughs> you know. I'm afraid it's going to be exactly the same as it was last year. Because, you know, the situation is changing sometimes from one day to another and you have no idea what will happen tomorrow, what it will be announced tomorrow and so on. Right, right. well... As we speak, what is happening tomorrow is your new record that you just mentioned, The Cult Drops. That at least you must be pretty excited about. Yes, I am super excited, but it's going to be released on uh, January 29th. Oh, okay. Not tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's still ballpark. It's still ballpark, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is record number eight. For Crystal Viper, correct? Yes, 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 that's correct. Wow, and you've been pretty consistent with putting out releases since 2007. Is that, is that just, is that sort of the game plan, or are you just, this is just over and over, over abundance and creativity, and you got to get it out, 
I've got to get it out there. You know, um, I'm very close uh, to music since I was a child because when I was six or seven years old, I started playing piano. My parents sent me to music school, so I was playing instruments since uh, since very early. You know, um, since I was a child, mm-hmm. and. Um, Later, when I was a teenager, I wanted to play in a band. I wanted to create music, to compose music, to perform live and so on. And yeah, in 2007, we released uh, our first album, The Curse of Crystal Viper. And, you know, recording music, performing it live, touring and so on, this is the best thing that could happen to a musician, to be able to create, to compose later. Then we found out that there are people who want to listen to our music, who who are supporting us, who want to see us live and so on. And this amazing support from people, from our fans, gave us those, you know, energy and inspiration back to create next albums, to, to make more music and so on. And the other thing is that I simply love to play and to compose. I love to compose music, to write lyrics, to work in the studio, to record. This is the biggest part of my life. So to be honest, I cannot imagine my life right now without music, because Mm -hmm. this is what I love to do most. And I believe it's exactly the same for for guys from, from Crystal Viper, for my bandmates. Right on, right on. That's fantastic. Um, this record is going to be with Listenable this time round. You switched over from AFM. Is there any, what's the rhyme and reason or any at all for the switch? Hmm, you know, uh, our deal with AFM Records simply ended. And, um, uh, we, we, we simply didn't want it to expire it. Um... IFM Records is more like into modern power and uh, melodic metal and Crystal Viper has always always been this kind of classic old school heavy metal band and um, well I know that some of our, our songs might be labeled as power metal songs and so on but we are kind of more traditional metal band so that's why we decided to uh, not uh, um, not extend the deal with AFM Records. It's not naturally ended with with Tales of Fire and Ice album. Mm -hmm. So uh, first last year, so last year we decided to finish the new album first and then to find new label. We so we were working on this album as an independent band, as an indie band with no label, with no contract and so on. And um, of course, we received a lot of offers. Of course, some of them were better, some of them were worse, but we decided to to proceed with listenable records. And, um, you know, joining new label is very important for a band because it's like, it's almost like uh, joining new family. It's like getting married because um, cooperation with, with the new label is very important and so far we are um we are very very happy from cooperation with listenable records because as i can see they are they understand what crystal viper is all about and they are passionate passionate about heavy metal and this is very important Mm -hmm. for us yeah 
And you kind of touched upon what I was also thinking um, with this day and age, with the internet and the way the business is structured, some people might even think, are labels even important anymore? Does a band actually need them? Hmm. You know, uh, you know it depends of it depends of what kind of a plan you have, what kind of uh, abilities you have as a, you know as a band members and so on. Because of course some bands keep on releasing their music by themselves and so on. But joining a label who is supporting a band makes many things easier, like distribution of of the album, for example. Because, you know, if you are a, a band who is releasing the album, sometimes it's not possible to get with your new city to the, you know, for the uh, to uh, other continents and so on. And when you are a part of a label who, who, which is supporting you, it's uh, it makes a lot of things easier. Promotion of the album and so on. Listenable Records supports us from the very beginning and... So far, we are very happy of working with them. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Great, great, great record label for sure. Yes. Um, you mentioned you recorded this record like independently. Um, was it before? Like, how has this recent pandemic affected the writing and recording or had it? Um, actually, this pandemic uh, was the main reason that we started to work on this album so quickly after uh, releasing Taste of Fire and Ice because um, Taste of Fire and Ice album was released uh, at the ending of, and at the ending of 2019 mm -hmm. and after this album we were able to play only eight live shows and this pandemic began so in February in March we we started to receive a lot of informations that some of our live planned live shows are going to be concealed or postponed. So we already knew back then at the beginning of last year that we won't be playing much in 2020. So we came up with an idea. So like, uh, okay guys, so we are not going to play live show this year. So maybe we should start working on the next album because what exactly else we have to do? Nothing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, in <laughs> yeah. So in March we came up with the idea of uh, working on the new album, and in August it was finished completely. Everything was done, recorded, and so on, and it went pretty quick. And um, you know, but working on this album uh, was completely different in comparison to recording sessions of previous ones, also because of this pandemic. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned before, we weren't able to meet in the studio. It was impossible for guys uh, from from the band to come to Poland to re to recording studio that we usually work with to to record the album. So each of us were recording their parts at home in their countries and we were working on this album online and um, it wasn't that bad but it was different in a way that when you work in the studio you have this kind of you can feel this music um, musical flow those, those it, it's magical you know to mm. work in the studio because you are in the studio you are doing only one thing you are completely focused you are sitting there with your bandmates working on music which means that you are 
sharing your passion, which is music, with your friends, and this is great. Uh, but recording at home is completely different because you are sitting in your room alone with your girl and uh, you keep on composing, recording and this kind of stuff. Of course, from the second, from the other side, it's not that bad because, for example, for me as a vocalist, recording uh, vocals in my home studio makes a lot of things easier. Like, for example, um, from the technical part of singing, if I have a good sleep, then I can record beautiful vocal parts, vocal parts on the next day. But for example, if when I'm tired, I didn't have a good sleep and I, I'm, I'm not that energetic and so on, then I am not able to sing well. So when I record at home, the, the time is completely mine. I can decide, I can make a decision that I can record those vocals on the, on the other day. I don't need to you know, sit in mm. the studio and try <laughs> so hard because, okay, he, here we have the date for recording vocals and I need to finish them today. Right. So recording at home made some things easier. Right. You're on your schedule, not someone else's. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's good. It's a good point. It's a good point. Who were, when you first discovered like hard rock and metal and all that, what were some of the bands that made you say, oh yeah, I want to do this? Oh, it was, you know, when I was a child, there was a lot of vinyls at home because my father was. That I listened and felt like, Okay, that's it. They, there were bands like Scorpions, uh, like Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, Virgin Steel, and and so on. And they, th these are bands that really got me into into this classic metal and rock. Right. You mentioned Virgin Steel. So when you started working with Jack Star's Burning Star, that must have been quite a thrill. Yes. Yes, <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, and touring with them was were, was also great. At the beginning, you know, I couldn't believe that I will be a guitarist uh, in a band of my idol. You know, <laughs> I was I was having a permanent fun moment when I was on tour with them here no in Europe. Doubt. No, no doubt. <laughs> and How? he's such and he's such a lovely person, Jack. And I really hope this pandemic uh, will end very soon because um, we were planning a tour also with Jack Star's Burning Star here in Europe. So I was about to join them again on stage uh, on second guitar but yeah everything was postponed so right right how did you end up getting that that gig did they contact you or did you have to audition or no it was pretty simple we had the same manager oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah and they were in a moment that they were coming to europe the the story is pretty short and easy because um we had the same manager, uh, Bart Gabriel, who is a manager for Crystal Viper. He was also a managing Jack Star's Burning Star back then. And we knew that he knew that they are coming to Europe to play some European live shows and that they, they are looking for a second guitarist who could join them on stage. And uh, he simply asked them if they want me to join them because I was available back then. 
And um, yeah, they they agreed. They were pretty happy about that, as well as me, because as I mentioned, I I I, I got an occasion to be one band with Jack Star, who, who is one of my idols. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, it was also a um, great thing to join them at that period of time, because back then I wasn't able to sing at all, and Crystal Viper was on hold. Uh, I had some. Uh, health issues that made me unable to sing completely so mm-hmm. i was on at that period period of time i was playing guitar composing music and i was touring with jack stars burning stars so yeah it was perfect solution for me to stay active as a you know musician that can perform live right on right on great story um okay the world goes back to normal everyone starts touring again um would the idea of Crystal or of Crystal Viper supporting Jackstar and you doing double duty was that something that you would take on? Wow, that would that would be awesome to play together one day. You know, me on guitar with them and me on vocals and guitar with Crystal Viper and so on. That would be great. It's actually a very cool idea, you know. Okay, good, <laughs> good. I hope it happens. I hope it happens, and maybe give a, a double, couple. Double, it would be a d- double pleasure, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Moon Chamber <laughs> that I I read about? Another one of your projects. What exactly does that entail? Wow, Moon Chamber um, is a project that I had with uh, musicians from from the UK and this is actually very interesting story behind how this band was created and so on Um, my husband uh, runs his own uh, record company uh, Skull Records and his company uh, released a single from Saracen from uh, from a of a British band Um, he released a reissue of one of their single and he sent some copies to UK to musicians and the guitarist from Saracen the the the, um, the one who is about the one who was responsible for uh, most Saracen music um, he started to look on the internet who is that Bart Gabriel and so on and he founded me and he was listening to Crystal Viper and he liked that and one day he contacted Bart and said that he wrote a song for me and it would be cool to hear my voice in his song. Uh, Rob Bendelow uh, composed that song. And, and um, Bart played me that song. That, and, you know, I felt like it was great because I loved Saracen. I'm, uh, I, I love Saracen. It's one of my favorite bands and so on. And now guitarist from Saracen composed a song for me. How great is that? (laughs) And I said that, yes, okay, sure, why not? Let's do this for fun. But before we even had an occasion to reply to Rob that I will record vocals for this song, he sent another one (laughs) and said, okay, uh, side A needs side B. So here's another song for Marta to sing. So, um, you know, we started to talk with each other and so on and... um, that was the moment that Rope uh, was in, was under had a lot of inspiration to create a lot of music and so on. And we started to discuss about recording entire album. And 
after this conversation, two months later, the album was done. So all songs were ready and so on. And we created the entire lineup for Moon Chamber and we released this album. It was one time project, but it was actually something that I really loved to do because it was something completely different to Crystal Viper. Um, first of all, I was singing songs that I haven't composed. Mm-hmm. And in Crystal Viper, it was always like I, I was composing most of music and uh, I was composing all music. And after that, I was singing my own songs. And with Moon Chamber, it was completely different. I was singing songs that someone else composed. So, And and the, the, the music genre, the, the, the style of music was also completely different. So I had to learn to sing in a kind of different way because uh, the, the way that I usually sang in Crystal Viper didn't match Moon Chamber because I had to change my voice a little bit to sound more 70s style and uh, and I love that I really like this album I, I like to listen to it even you know today and so on and I, I actually and I actually know that there are a lot of fans of this project so yeah that was great adventure for me actually right on, right on. we'll have to we'll have to give it a spin on the show here for sure for sure <laughs> and finally I'll kind of let you get on with your day here but um one of the things that I noticed with Crystal Viper is you guys, it's kind of a tradition, I guess, of uh, doing cover songs with every album. Was that just, I love cover songs, or did it just happen organically? Um, okay, there are, there are actually many reasons why we keep on do that. Uh, first of all, we are a huge metal fans, and each of us, uh, have his own favorite band, album, song, and so on. And, um, you know, recording cover songs is like showing to our fans um, where Crystal Viper comes from, what are our musical roots, what is our musical DNA, and so on. And especially to... Um, especially to, to, to younger people, you know, we want to show, show them what Crystal Viper is all about musically. Uh, the next thing is that um, by recording cover songs, we can show our respect and we can pay our tribute to our, our favorite bands and so on. And another thing is that, you know, I believe every person on earth has his own favorite songs and favorite song. And sometimes people are singing them in the kitchen or while taking a shower and so on. But when you are a musician and you play in, a ba- in the band, you can do something more with those favorite songs of yours. You can per- you can play them on the rehearsals uh, with your bandmates. You can record those covers in the studio. It's a lot of fun. And then you can put them on your record. You can, you can play them live and to share the joy of playing this song with your bandmates on stage and with the people in who are standing in front of you and who also love that song. So, yeah, it's great. It's completely great. And I believe we will keep on do that in the future as well. Right on. Excellent. Excellent. Because as a listener, I love it when a band from today goes because I'm old now and <laughs> I love it when. <laughs> A band from today goes and redoes like an old favorite of mine from the 80s when I was a teenager and all that. So I was really stoked when you guys on this latest record did Welcome Home. Whose idea was that? Um, 
I don't remember exactly, but it was probably me. <laughs> you know, I love King Diamond. I love King Diamond and Welcome Home is for sure my favorite song from, from King Diamond. And I wanted to record this song for years. And, you know, when we are choosing cover songs for the album, we always try to choose a cover that would fit the entire album with its climate and with and with style, you know, because um, for example, it, uh, it wouldn't sound that good, for example, if we would put a Vader cover on Tales of Fire and Ice, right? <laughs> right? Because musically, it, it, would be, it wouldn't be a kind of a set, right? And um, for this album, for the cult, um, Welcome Home was the song uh, that finally, w w w finally matches the, the music that was uh, composed for the album. And I couldn't be more happy because, yeah, this is what I wanted to do for years. And I finally got this moment to record this with, with guys from the band.
knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. There are only three good things you need in life. Sex, beer, and pure rock radio.
From Listenable Records, the same awesome label that put out the new Crystal Viper record. That is another another kind of a throwback to yesteryear. That is Loud Blast from their latest record manifesto that was Promethean Fire. And before that, 2019. Dude, you know what? I, the all of these great bands that we knew from the '80s and all that, you know, we I talked about last week, onslaught. You know, we've we've had Cloven Hoof on this year, and we've had um, oh, so many great bands. Thrust. You know, we had Vicious Rumors on. We had all of these great bands that we dug from the '80s. Zentrix as well are back. They put out a wicked record, Barry. The pain that was red mist descends. Great stuff, great stuff. As we said, Crystal Vipers, the cult, available now. Because no doubt you are listening to this Friday morning, January 29th, as you're getting your act together and all that. On your way home from whatever you're doing or whatever, or better yet, go straight to your record store. Don't go to work. Don't go to school. Never mind that shit. What you need to do is go straight to the record store now and pick up those three records. That's what you should do, damn it. For sure, for sure. And the funny thing about that, okay, and this all kind of hit me afterwards, all right? Marta, her husband is Bart Gabriel, okay? He of Skull Records. Oh, right on. That's a really cool label, a lot of really great bands on that and it kind of hit me afterwards it's like oh dude you know what i should have done ah i should have said um yeah is is the mister around huh does he have a couple minutes maybe he would like to come on and talk about skull records and all that now we're gonna get all this all these messages and you know emails from all our listeners like whoa dude what the fuck you really dropped the ball there (laughs) You could have had Bart Gabriel on and all that. Ah, next time, next time. For sure, for sure. So thank you, Marta, for giving us a moment of your time. That was an absolutely fantastic chat. And everyone involved in bringing us that. You said it's kind of been a crazy week. Okay. <laughs> okay. With everything, everything that was going on, and okay, yeah, we've gotten pretty political in our discussions over the past, the past while now. But uh, we kind of thought it was kind of important. And then when stuff like John Schaefer from oh, Ice Earth, that 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 whole thing happens, all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is very relevant now. now to the show so it's definitely something that i think you know that we should give a couple minutes to and go over because uh as it turns out mr schaefer has been arrested for his attack on the uh on the capitol building he turned himself into fbi and apparently been Made or has been um, charged with six different offenses, and apparently, bear spraying a police officer is one of them. Yeah, 
Now, as well, um, the whole thing is just really, really sorted because with everything that went on, like five people died Jan- on January 6th because of this, including a woman that was trampled. Okay. And wow. like, I, I'm not joking about this. I'm sorry. It, like, this is terrible. But the woman with the don't tread on me sign or shirt was the one that got treaded on. <laughs> like, oh, that's. That, I'm I, sorry for laughing. I know, I know. Uh, I know. I'm a horrible person. Help but do it. Yeah, we don't mean to be. Like, it's like, wow, the irony to that is just, wow. Holy <laughs> shit. It's awful. Like, and it's certainly not funny to her family. And I am so sorry. No, no, like I know you're not. You're not being malicious. You're not. It's very, very ironic. Oh, it's you know, very I mean, ironic. It's, yeah, it's just a fucked up situation that really shouldn't have happened. And this whole thing, I'm, I'm, you fucked up, Donald. In the in the immortal words of DOA, now on this show at least, like you fucked up, Donald. And this is the guy I'm holding this guy accountable for these people's death and um holding both trump and mr schaefer accountable for the loss of iced earth okay because that band is done okay because that's and this is something that we should think about for a future episode for discussions about bands with key members if this band if this guy was to leave would they be done Okay, or would they be able to go on? It's just something to get going through the back of your head because um, Iced Earth is done because there's not going to be one without Schaefer. As well, his other project, Demons and Wizards, is done as well. And both bands have been removed from, you know, the web, the roster website or the roster pages on the band's uh, label's website. See, I feel like that's and, overkill. Um, well, this, this is the point, this, this, this is where we are now, okay, that something happens, okay, immediately, no one wants to be associated with them. No, everyone wants to keep their hands clean. Well, here's what I would think would be interesting then. Like, like, let's, let's go back and let's reflect on something. What if... All the Michael Jackson allegations happened today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think there would be record burnings out in the street and all that. Because I honestly don't know if any of that ever hurt his record sales. Well, if, if all of this came out in the middle of the thriller boom in 1984, it wouldn't have. Because there, there was no, there was no inner internet. There was no way of getting this information out right. there, and it was, it was a different time. A lot of people just would have, well, because it was the '80s, you know, and we did a lot of stupid things and said a lot of stupid things that there were no repercussions for. So back then, it wouldn't have hurt sales if they were to have, okay. We're going to remaster Thriller for a whole new generation. New songs, brand new packaging and all that. And then, you know, the allegations come 
I think they probably they probably would have put it on hold now. Or that's just it, that's... like now. But I'm but, but would they like like Michael Jackson is such a huge star, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it'd be it'd be very interesting to see what would happen now, you know, if this, if this stuff happened. And um, I had another point around that same thing. Oh, so. I, I gotta say, like, I, I really do have a problem with them pulling the catalog because I free speech is free speech. You don't have to like it. That stuff was already recorded. If there was something new that said, hey, we're going to storm the Capitol and we're going to kill everybody, like, fine, pull that. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll concede that one. But it, you really, you like, in, in a world with free speech, you don't have the right to not be offended. You have the right to hear other things and then to ignore shit. Right. You know, oh, for sure. And, and like everybody who's in this cancel culture thing now, and everybody's like, no, they should be silenced. So just because you can't hear it doesn't mean it's happening. And it's better to keep that shit in the open. So you know what kind of stupidity is going on. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know what happens when, when it's suppressed Trump gets elected. Yes, shit like that, yeah. That that's the thing is like because nobody knew what was going on, nobody believed ha ha ha. You know, we're controlling everything mm-hmm. and then everyone's like fuck, what? Yeah. You know, and and so it, you just have this 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 thing where it's like, no. I don't like it, so I don't want to hear about it. Like, no, that's not how it works. And then so dude, so here's what was really funny. Did you hear about the White House Twitter accounts? No. This no, is fucking not. great. This is great. So um, <laughs> everybody okay. thought it was awesome that Trump was shut down on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Like people were just cheering. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And, 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 and I'm disappointed in the people that were excited about it because I'm like, if a CEO can shut off the president on a whim with no checks and balances – like who's really controlling things, right? Yeah, that's that's way too much power. Yeah, and it, but that's, but that's here's the best part. Sorry, it's so yeah, it's it's dude, it's so entrenched in the culture though. Nobody even realized that show of power. Now mm. here's another thing that barely made headlines, but I was reading the news the other day. Um, when Twitter handed over the White House accounts, they reset all the followers to zero, wiped everybody out. And Biden was pissed. But it's like, well, why are you upset about that? You thought it was great when Trump got suspended. <laughs> oh, what? You can't handle being traded the same? And that's that's the thing is like, so like that's when we're like, okay, we're going to suspend him. We're going to reset the accounts to zero. And I think the thinking is probably like, let's just start from scratch, right? They archived everything w- with that and they're starting from scratch. And then Biden's pissed. is like, oh, so you can't handle fair treatment. You want special treatment. And I think that's that's what it comes down to, and that that's that that's 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 what what people go go back and forth about. Like it's it's fine as long as it's not them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like as long there, as it's not this, our scumbag. Well, yeah, and like there's this famous line, this like when they came for you know, and and I'm just making stuff up here, but when they came for like the Jews, I didn't say anything because I wasn't a Jew. When they came right. for the Christians. I didn't say anything cause I wasn't a Christian and they keep going through the line. Like when they came for me, there was nobody left to speak up. 
Right. Yes, you know, I so that. it's like we have to look at things and, and that's the, the division is just insane. Right. And and everything that was said at the inauguration, if that's a tenth true, we're going to have a great four years. Right. But I mean, uh, my, my favorite meme is the one where politicians should have to wear the jumpsuits like now NASCAR drivers. So we know the bottom <laughs> just to see who bought them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm be, all for that. But it's like it's it's all great, you know, and it's all heartwarming. But are you going to make it? Are you really going to make it happen? You know, like like um, I I I'm very excited to see what's going to happen with with some of the things. Um, I I feel like there was a little bit of like tongue tongue sticking out because the first thing Biden did was undo stuff Trump did. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh my goodness, would you two just stop fucking fighting? You know, it's uh-huh. it's literally like like like. I mean, you only had one kid, but like when you have two kids, and they just won't stop fighting. You know, do I have to separate you two again? Yeah, yeah. And 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 the thing is, like, like if I had two boys, I'd be like, you know what? Go in the room. Don't you, you break anything? You're both in trouble. But just beat the shit out of each other and let's let's work this out, you know. And that's what I almost feel like. Feel like you know that's the way we should have settled this. Like, you know, is like instead of you know the the inauguration, why don't we just put Biden and Trump in a room and let them beat the shit out of each other? There I mean, go. I'm all for that. Think that's about right. the pay per view rights on that one oh, alone. Sure. Like just oh. watching two old guys beat the tar out of each other. Yeah. It'd be hysterical. I was, sorry. I said it'd be hysterical. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That I would pay for. I would. I would. That that's a live stream. I would pay for, for sure, for sure. We would sit down, you know, with uh, Joe Keithley, Joey Shithead from DOA. We'll oh sit down gosh, with Jello, amazing. Jello Biafra. Let him we'll, call we'll, it. We'll have a drink. <laughs> we'll watch all that. Yeah, he could call the that, match. That, That'd be great. <laughs> but just right. I like I, I really I worry about I, I worry about free speech, you know. And and that's the thing is like for is as much shit as the Trump administration took, the one thing they didn't really try to do was silence people. You know? They would they would he, he would he would rebut it and I mean he'd be a dick about it sometimes to the point of like making fun of people. But um, he didn't silence anybody. You know, it wasn't like, oh, you disagree with me, I'm shutting you off. And and that's right. like that. That's what I see. You know, like everybody championing, like, yeah, if I don't agree with it, I don't want to hear it. Well, so change the fucking channel. Don't follow it. <laughs> there you go. You yeah, know, that's like that's what we said about the Democrats during the uh, the the PMRC days. Well, you don't I do, like it. I was just going to quote that. Ass. Scott Ian already told us what to do on the um, on the starting <laughs> of a posse it. song. You got a choice. Don't right. buy it. Don't like it. Don't say your opinion's right. You fucking whore. That's you got to follow right. up with so that I told you the story about that song, fun. right? That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So have, yeah. have I told you that that's like one of my mom's favorite songs? Mm-hmm. My Your mom, mom's so cool. She thinks that's the funniest damn song in the world. And like when she'd be having a stressful day at work, like I'd play that. And she'd come along and she'd harmonize with the suck my dick, suck my dick. <laughs> and, and I mean, like to see your mother sing that. Like, yeah, that would definitely be weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I just, I, 
like, like all bets are off, man. Mom's just like, nope, fuck it. <laughs> You're going to say this shit, so am I. Deal with it, kid. You know? There you go. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm actually kind of surprised that uh, nothing went down during the inauguration because for the first time in 150 years, okay, the outgoing president didn't stick around you know, for the inauguration, like of the incoming Trump, as soon as, you know, his time was up, him, him and his whole bag, they got on the first bus out of Dodge. They ran to Florida. Okay. <laughs> and I thought that, that, that alone was kind of, you know, kind of a dick thing to do. It's like, you know, he, 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 Got voted out, so he's throwing himself on the floor. He's kicking and screaming. He's throwing a tantrum, and like, I'm going to go home now. Okay. I love the fact, though, that he went to Florida. Yeah, he's a Florida man. <laughs> Florida man, yeah. <laughs> where where right. else do crazy people go? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Florida. Florida man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's perfect. That's perfect. So... Um, yeah, I think with everything that's going on and everything's done, I know a lot of our listeners are probably like, are you guys talking this shit again? Mm -hmm. I think it might be done for a while, but that's not to say that Biden isn't going to give us some entertainment like Trump has over the next four years. Because like I've said, like, yeah, down in the U.S., it's it's this or that. It's Republican or Democrat. It's what they think is left and right. Okay, uh, you know, as a you know, a rationally thinking punk rock Canadian, I don't like either of them. It's Republican. Yeah, I'm so and, uh, sick of like I was reading something. It's like, well, you know, if Biden did this, then Republican America would do this. I'm like, yeah, but what about the people that aren't Republicans? Like, I mean, I'm a registered Republican, but. Like, I don't associate with some of the insanity of that party. You know, mm -hmm. like, I I I like a conservative government. I'm all about a conservative government. But some of the other shit, like, no, no, no. Like, I'm, I am for, like, like social programs, too. Like, it's, it's, it's a weird balance. But I'm so sick and tired of, of like, well, you know, it, you're either Republican or you're Democrat. No, no, really. Right. Like, you don't have to be dumb. You know, you could, you could also think for yourself. <laughs> You know, you, you're either with me or against me. Well, that's pretty Sithy of you. Yeah, just yeah. dude. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. so what worries me though is that everyone's going to get lazy again. They're going to have four years and think that there's no way it could ever happen again. And what's going to happen? You know, mm, right, right. Well, um, hopefully. Though, Biden will give us the awesome tunes that Trump gave us, gave us for uh, for just for our purposes on this show. Let's go with that. Before we get into our indie spotlight, I want to say hello and horns up and congratulations to Radioactive Metal alumni Priscilla Kelly, the Priscilla Kelly, the pro wrestler that we had on the show a couple of years back. Now our former co-host rock had a really cool chat with her because she is a legit metal head. Oh yeah. Okay. And she's been, been one of the bigger names on the pro wrestling Indies these last couple of years. Well, for better or for worse. Okay. She has signed on with the WWF. 
Okay, or WWE, sorry, old habits. Okay, and it's looking like she's going to be appearing as Gigi Dolan in NXT, the NXT brand of the WWE. So all of that stuff aside, something positive. Congratulations, Priscilla. Looking forward to be one of the few, the few high spots. Okay, in the world of the WWE. Speaking of high spots, how about our Indie Spotlight? We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. I want to introduce our listeners to California as well, what they are calling a geek metal band. Okay, you might have caught my Star Wars reference throughout the conversation that we just had. Well, Repaid in Blood. Okay, their new record, Reflective Duality is available now and they are calling themselves geek metal okay which i guess when you have song titles like rebel scum he's no good to me dead and wake up time to die it's like yeah yeah okay these death slash deathcore metalers are definitely um kind of on the geeky side which is just the way that i like it so we're going to tap repaid in blood in tonight's indie spotlight going through all of their songs giving the ep a listen and all that had a hard time deciding exactly which song to play i had to settle on dave's not here man (laughs) So you, oh, you remember that? Oh hell yes! <laughs> yes. It's yes. me, Dave. Yes. Yes. Dave, it's me, man. Dave's not it's here. Dave. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> yeah, which is of course the old Cheech and Chong skit from many years to this day. Okay, I'll hear a phone ring. Okay, or I'll be at work. You know, inside my office, someone will knock on my door. I don't want to talk to anyone, you know, like I'm at work. So I'm thinking about radioactive metal and something more important, you know, and I don't want to talk to anyone. So I'll just yell out, Dave's not here, man. Huh. <laughs> Some people, well, I don't know. I don't want to talk to Dave. I want to talk to you. <laughs> Some fucking people. So dedicated to those fucking people, man. Come on. This is repaid in blood. With Dave's not here, man. Whoop, whoop, whoop. 
were singing that, I, I wrote another tune. It's it's like the same thing, only different. But more rock and roll. It's something like this here. www.facebook.com slash repaid in blood and repaid in blood.bandcamp.com go and grab the reflective duality record available now great stuff great stuff well my friend i think we survived another week another kick-ass episode in the can um how can uh people get a hold of us well dear snowman radioactivemetal.org has all of our back episodes my back pages if you will they can go to fa- fa- ah, fuck facebook.com slash rad metal rad metal 666 at gmail.com to drop us a line Check us out on the Instagram, at RadMetal666. You'll find us at the same handle on Twitter, um, but we don't tweet that much. But you can see no, our smiling not faces. Much of the Twitter. I know. You mm-hmm. can definitely see our smiling faces, though, on the Instagram. So those are the main places. But we are also very proud members of the Shining Wizards Network, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. Check them out. There's tons of other podcasts on there, wrestling podcasts, lifestyle podcasts. Um, a wrestling night in Canada is on there. That's a um, great. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it, <laughs> uh, the host sounds a lot like you do. It's weird. He does. He yeah. does. He's got that really cool, smooth, suave voice. Yeah, smooth jazz. That's what I like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely see that straight face, but um, the oh, dude. So the guy that Shine Wizards that um that got the vaccine, did he get his superpowers yet? Not yet, not yet. Our big, bu- our 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 good buddy Phil Rea of uh, of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah remember, Bill, 
yeah, when the superpowers start, you've got to come to us first. We we want right. to we want to break this story. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's what we're hoping for. So speaking <laughs> of of that, and I know like we're we're closing this out, but I just I can't believe I forgot to talk about this earlier. Um, have you seen like the conspiracies about the chip in the vaccine? Oh God, really? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, you're gonna love this uh, one. Yeah, like like this one. This this is this is amazing. So, um, you're familiar with the Boss HM2 heavy metal yes. pedal, right? Well, yes. When that was retired, they brought out an HM3, which didn't last too long. But then they also had a metal zone, the MT2, and the metal zone has had quite a run. Well, somebody as a joke posted the schematic to the MT2 metal zone as the schematic for the chip that's going in this vaccine and. Uh, because they're saying it's like a, it's a 5G chip. Well, on the schematic it says 5G, but it, we're pretty sure it's with the frequencies. And it also says like tone and treble. But people are running with this and think that it's really the schematic for this like secret chip that's going in the vaccine. And, you know, as a guitarist, I think this is the funniest damn thing I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Like that's just yeah, of Conspiracies and all that. You know, they don't have to stick you with a, with a, with a chip. Everyone's got that little thing in their hands, you know, their cell phone and all that. You I don't know. think the, you know, the powers that be don't know what's going on in your world through that? Dude, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. said it best. It was early in the season. They're like, well, we used to keep surveillance on people, but now thanks to social media, um, the world pretty much keeps tabs on itself. <laughs> on itself yeah 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 that's right that's right and of course you're gonna want to be one of the cool kids check out radioactive metal quote unquote live every thursday night on pure rock the far and away the best station anywhere because like and like you have to have a set to put up with us you know, for almost 14 fucking years, man. Truth. Hashtag <laughs> so, truth. So, so thank you so much to the big boss man, Rich, for all that he does to get us on out of here. Pull this crazy train into the station. Let's go out on a track from the new Gate Creeper record. Unexpected Reality dropped uh, January 12th at midnight. Now you remember back um, when they had when the you know record stores were more of a thing. Okay, and I don't know if they did it in the U.S., but up here in Canada, when there was a big release, okay, sometimes what they did like to get the whole promotional thing going and to get everyone all pumped and you know get the juices flowing and all that, they would have the midnight release. Much like they did with the Harry with the Harry Potter books. Actually. Oh, dude, I loved those yeah. Harry Potter releases. Oh yeah, yeah, that was definitely a thing for our family here in Snowy Manor. Well, back in the day, you know, up here at least, and let me know if they did that in the Pittsburgh area, but they would have the record releases at midnight. Okay, so did they ever? Did they ever do that? I can only recall one in Pittsburgh, but. Um, when the new Metallica record came out, um, Hardwired, um, mm-hmm. the, the, well, I mean, it's, I don't think it's the only record store, but certainly the coolest record store here, Monster Music, 
um, right. did a midnight release. It was awesome. Ah, and so, right and I on. went, like I, I drove a buddy to it. I'm like, come on, man, we're going to go check this out. And um, he, here's the best part. He won, he, he, he won like the slip pad for it. Right. Oh, right. And, yes. And, and he, he's, he would be the millennial age. Right. Um, okay. But he was, he was asking something like you had either, you had to answer a question or something. And I can't remember what the question was. I just rounded off. He looks at me and goes, for real? I'm like, yeah, that's right. And so he ended up winning because I gave him the answer. Um, Mm -hmm. But then the best part is he gets the slip mat for the turntable. He's like, wow, this is the biggest mouse pad I've ever seen. (laughs) I just lost it. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, no, this goes on top of the record player. He goes, oh, for real? I'm like, yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, uh, this whole conversation, all the whole rhyme and reason behind it is because Gate tre- Gate Creeper dropped. I guess maybe to kind of like kind of a throwback to those days, they dropped their record. They announced it as a special midnight releasing for an unexpected reality. Let's go out. Well, going well, over on. once again, like which well, which track do we play? Well, going over the song listing, and when I say when I saw depraved not deprived it's like oh yeah that's the tune that's the tune we're going to go out on so in the meantime and in between time that's it this has been a beautiful but deadly like crystal viper episode of radioactive metal Uh, i'm snowy white and this is aaron signing off